Welcome to Conversations with Z and Vindesh, a weekly discussion that explores common life challenges and offers practical solutions. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. That's D-H-A-R-M-A media.com. All right. Yo, what's up, Master Z? What's up? Ryan? How you doing? Good to hear you. All right. All right. We are here, baby. We are here. We finally got the AV stuff worked out. We're doing our first video recorded podcast, which I'm very excited about. So it's Master Z. It's Radia. We are talking about solutions to life problems. We're talking about what's happening in society. We're going to break it all down. So today, Z, we've been talking in the background about propaganda. And there's so much of this stuff that's going on. And I guess it's always been there, but it feels like it's getting worse. And you just pick up the newspaper or you turn on the TV and you hear things like the Houthis who are backed by Iran, the Iranian-backed Houthis, or the rebel group that are backed by Iran and the axis of evil. Or you showed me some ad, and it was for a Taiwanese ballet or some kind of theater production. And the headline was, this is the show that communist China doesn't want you to see. So you got to remind everyone that China is communist, and they're against freedom, they're against expression, so they don't want you to see this. Or you think about other stuff that's going on. I read an article, which was pretty interesting. It made the point that every single president that we've had in the last 30 years has talked about how they've been dragged into war in the Middle East. Like, no, we don't want to go. We don't want to go to war, but they keep on dragging us back in. And they can't sort their own shit out, so we got to go there. we got to help them. Of course, all we do is drop bombs. This is another bit of propaganda. We're there because we want to be there, because we're taking an active stance. But it's easier to tell people, no, we don't have a choice. We're just being dragged back in. Or you go back to the Vietnam War, and it was the idea of dominoes. So Vietnam falls, and if the South Vietnamese regime falls, then everything's going to fall like dominoes, and this is going to be all over. And the world is going to turn communist, and it's going to threaten our freedom. Blah, blah, blah. So we hear this propaganda all the time. And what's interesting is it's in the background. And if you're not actively paying attention to it, it's easy, number one, to not even notice that it's there. And number two, to be influenced by it. I mean, I remember back in 2022 when Russia invaded Ukraine. And at first I thought about this and I I was angry at Putin. And I thought, God, this guy is so crazy. And there are all these reports in the media about how he's gone crazy during COVID and he's completely out of touch with reality and he's not talking to anyone. And he's just this evil guy. He's just an evil, evil person. And then I got into it and I looked at more of the background and I said, you know what? I don't agree with war, but I understand his point of view, at least. And a lot of the points that he's making seem pretty rational. And then I started to question myself. And Z was interesting because I said to myself, why do I have this view about this guy? Why do I think that this guy is unhinged and insane? And I realized that that's the story that we've heard for the past 30 or 40. Well, I guess he hasn't been around that long, but at least the past 20 years that we're dealing with just a madman who is deranged, who is evil. And you hear these stories about how different statesmen went to meet him and they looked into his eyes and they peered into his soul and they saw absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I mean, if you think about it at one level, it's completely ridiculous. But at another level, this stuff is just in the background. If you're not aware of it, if you're not careful about it, it's going to influence how you think. It's going to influence your behavior. It's going to influence what you go along with. This is stuff that's happening in the world. We could say the same thing with regard to our own health. If 
we just go along with what everyone else is doing with the conventional narrative. Aging is a big issue. I mean, you've talked about this a lot, how people feel that they get to a certain age and they're done. Their life is over. They just need to fade away into retirement. Your health is going downhill. You got to take a bunch of medications. You got to complain about getting old. And that's the narrative and the propaganda that people buy into. And then again, you don't even realize you're doing it, but it actually affects your outlook. It affects your life. It affects your choices. It affects the quality of your day to day. It all because we are ingesting stuff without critically examining it. So that is today's topic is propaganda. It's how we can be a little more aware of what people are programming us to do and how we actually have the choice to accept it or reject it. Uh, so if we're aware of it, we can say, does the story make sense? And if it doesn't add up, screw it. Let's cast it aside. Uh, let's do our due diligence and make sure that we've got a stronger approach to life. And we've got something that's actually going to benefit us because what propaganda is all about, it's benefiting someone else who wants to control us. So that's what we're starting with. Z, uh, why don't you open up? Let us know what you think. So, Radia, it's, it's always, to me, important to go back to basics. Why is it important for us to have a discussion about propaganda? Why? Because we're on a free thinking project. Our project is to help people uncage their ability to pursue thought, think, make decisions. And it's a crisis because we all are subject to that. And the more that we can free ourselves to be free range thinkers and have the tools to assess, the deductive reasoning tools to uh, refine, extract, discern, discriminate, reaching that Buddha consciousness, the healthier we will be. Being mentally unhealthy, being ignorant, being stupid can undermine your health and the health of others. So in this short journey we have through this lifetime, let us go through it with our eyes wide open, with our mind receptive and our mind functioning well, and everything is five by five. Propaganda is like your mind is being pollinated by malthought, right? It's just so much is coming at us through a lifetime. But knowing that- Yeah, hey, I want to pause over there because that's the term that we use, malthought. Uh, talk to us a little bit. What does that mean, malthought? Well, malthought is just like malware in the computer. They always warn you all the time, hey, don't open up this app. Don't contact this person. Don't uh, get involved in these internet scams because they can install malware Right, Caitlin? They can install malware on your your device and it can take over everything you do. You can still use it, but it's going to be divulging uh, critical information, your bank account, your medical records. People are going to hijack your life because of malthought. It's going to feed you information that is the wrong information. It's going to change your GPS. So instead of going to 105th and Grand, you'll end up at 99th and uh, Linux or whatever, right? So you don't want to do that. So you don't want malware. You don't want malthought. It's the same thing when you're going through your philosophical and religious beliefs, which we'll talk back later, is that you want good information. You want good, uh, referenceable information so you can make the best decisions. You don't want to go to the doctor with a lot of malinformation, so you get mal-remedies, okay? So that's what mal-thought is, the same as malware in your computer, okay? Malicious, malicious thoughts that undermine your well-being. 
You follow me, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I got you. It's an interesting comment uh, because the analogy is right. This stuff takes over your mind and it pushes you in the wrong direction. So here's a question for you. How do you know what mouth thought is and isn't? Because I find a lot of the time you're sitting around and you're taking a look at stuff on the news or you're turning on the TV or you're talking to people. And it's like the message is exactly the same. So somehow whoever controls the media has found out that there are key issues that all the major networks and all the major publications need to agree on, whether it's the conservative ones or the more liberal ones. And you get the same message, you get the same propaganda. And if you don't have any check on that, and you don't know that there's another point of view, that becomes your entire reality. I mean, we've talked about this sometimes as a fish. And there's that analogy where you got a fish. A fish doesn't know what water is because that's their entire reality. They never think about it. There's no contrast. That's just in the background. So if you're always getting this propaganda, whatever it is, I mean, it could be a propaganda that's for China. It could be propaganda that's against China, depending on where you sit in the world. Uh, if we're sitting in China, we're going to get one kind of propaganda. If we're over here, we're going to get the opposite end of the propaganda. But how do you start figuring out what is Malthot and what is true when, number one, the information overwhelmingly uh, getting tongue-tied, but the information overwhelmingly is the same. And then also the people you talk to, a lot of the ideas are the same because everyone's being programmed in the same way. And then you overlay that and like we're in this weird time now with cancel culture. So if you don't say the right thing, you don't fit in, then there's this extreme pressure and you might lose your job. You might become a pariah and lose your friends. Your relationship might break up. So how do we navigate that? I mean, how do we even figure out what is true? Well, one of the ways you do it in order to seek the truth, you have to follow the old yogi axiom that truth is a deep lake that few people wish to leave its pristine shores to explore its unknown and perilous depths. Okay, that's one thing. And so you know that whatever you're getting information is surface information. You want to go to the depths of that understanding. Here's a few th things I do. Whenever I hear information, I say, what are they selling me? Not in a bad way, just in a very benign way. What are they trying to get me to buy? What are they promoting? Right? That's one thing you do right away. What are they promoting? And you know that if I'm promoting or marketing something, I'm going to be a, a voracious advocate of that thing. I'm going to be a real serious advocate of that thing. And anything that's against that, I'm not going to discuss. I'm going to tell you all the pros and none of the cons. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing, too, you have to look at the history of the source. Who do they work for? What is their agenda? And then once you know that, you know how to sort through the information because even a stop clock is right twice a day if it's on standard time. So you can start kind of weaving through that. When you go to a doctor, and let's say your doctor is a knee and hip replacement specialist, that's what they do. And you go into this really nice office, the guy looks sharp, the office is real good, there's a bunch of cute girls working in the office or whatever, and you go in there and say, yeah, Doc, I got this little thing in my knee. Well, I'm going to have to take some x-rays and MRI. He's guaranteed 90% of the night going to come back and tell you you need a knee replacement. Because that's what he's selling. That doesn't mean that your knee may or may not have a problem. That's the challenge. But are there other ways there? That's where you go for the second opinion, if not the third opinion. 
So when you're looking at media, for example, you have media that's considered right and left wing. So the right wing media is going to leave out anything that doesn't promote itself. The left wing media is going to leave out anything that doesn't approach or, or, or support its ideas. By youth taking the middle path of discernment and discriminating, uh, discriminating thinker, you know, you can understand right away what they're selling you. What are they selling me? So it's like the brochure I showed you today. There was a Chinese ballet or Taiwanese ballet. And the first thing they have for American audiences is uh, we don't like communists, right? Uh, then they had another page. Beijing would hate it if you come. Then you have to ask yourself, really, is, is, uh, what did Beijing do to me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Xi Jinping is going to jump mean, on a little bowpad. I can't and think of down. any problems I have caused by, by Beijing. Right, Kate? It's like, yeah, it's what crazy. the hell? And so you'll see a lot of this, and you'll hear pe people say, yeah, Putin. Yeah, Putin. And again, I'm not advocating anybody. I'm just saying you just pour random names out of the ass in the sky and decide that we hate that person. And I want to know why should I hate that person? That well, he he doesn't support human rights. Okay, so I say, oh, well, yeah, I support human rights. I, I like people to be left alone. But the only human rights problems I'm having are locally. The government, I need this government to leave me alone. How about that? How about that? So when we start hearing things like that, and you realize it's mouth off because it doesn't have anything to do with your daily life. That's another question you can ask yourself other than everybody else getting worked up and now interfering with your life, like when we went through Kofifi, right? We go through COVID and the shutdown was more disruptive to people's lives than the flu itself. The shutdown caused more trauma to society than the flu itself. Yeah, man, people were out of their mind. People were still- I remember I've told this story before. I went for a run. And I got within 10 feet of someone. I made that mistake. I was about 10 feet away from this woman running through the neighborhood, open air. Everything was outside, bright, sunny day. And she just started screaming at me. Don't you have any sense? What are you doing? What about the children? Because we just got that narrative of fear, fear, fear. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. And then, in fact, what you're saying, I mean, Elon Musk has made this point that the cure in some cases was worse than the disease. There was such a rush to do something, you put everyone on a ventilator, and then they find out that the ventilator isn't a good thing, which I don't know how that's a surprise, but my God, you stick a breathing tube down someone's throat and leave them in place for three weeks and they come out and they're a little bit messed up. And you know what? It's actually better to get them to move around a little bit, <laughs> to breathe a little bit, to get some exercise. But it was just such a drive, you know, it's such this panic state and, and it was all that's what happens with propaganda. Right, it was all propaganda because I think about the illogical nature of that. You had this woman yelling at you and you happen to be in New York. You happen to be in New York. If she cared about children, she would leave New York. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this in all fairness was in LA. Well, look, same thing. You can't, you, you know, it's a roll of the dice living in these big metropolitan areas. There are microplastics, GMOs, road rage. Come on. So what are you concerned? That's why I said, ask, what are you selling me? Why should I be concerned about this thing over something else, right? And so we, we want to clear our mind and unclutter our mind, get that dirty pollinization out. Just like you do your computer, you sweep it of malware. Some computers, you get so messed up, you got to throw them away. You got to reboot the whole hard drive. You got to flush it out. You got to wipe it clean and start from scratch. And that way, whenever you process information, you have a cleaner stream, a more refined stream of information coming to you. Because even if some of these things don't seem related, they can affect your decision making. And going back to the common theme of this anti-China thing, there's even things I, I build cars as a hobby and people say, is that a Chinese part? Uh, why does that matter whether it's a Chinese part? Well, you know, the Chinese, they, they beat children, make them work in the, um, the mills. Well, who doesn't? Good God. What the hell? Look at, look at electric cars. You're wiping out whole generations of people getting the batteries for your cute little car, you know, named Flower Electric or the number E model or whatever to save the planet while you're destroying the other half of the world. You see the malthought. Yeah. That's malthought. And if you really want to... Yeah. yeah, which goes to my point earlier, because most people aren't aware of it. You hear about electric cars, like, wow, that's sustainable, that's cool. Okay, the fact that you got children who are in mines, and those mines might collapse at any moment, and they make 2 or $3 a day uh, to go in there every single yeah, day. Yeah, you might as well... And if they get injured, no one's there to help them. Whenever you get, no one hears about those I, stories. I mean, those stories are all in the back. I tell my buddies, whenever you get an electric car, they're cool, they're cute, they're fun. You can drive them around the city. Can't take long trips in them so far, but you can drive around the city. I told my buddy, he bought a real nice electric car. I said, it's really nice. It's like you're laying on the bodies of six dead children or crushed in your floorboard. Your battery pack is made of six dead kids. And it's a struggle because you look at the car. It looks great. And you think, well, I didn't really know those kids. You know, and uh, I wish them with their families well, prayers and what they say, hugs and prayers. What's the thing they say whenever there's a school shooting? Uh, hugs and prayers or some thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. And yeah. there's nothing. See, this is a malthought. So your own moral compass is no longer in existence. And because of that hollowness, that empty space, that vacuum of the consciousness, it can be filled with anything. Here are some basic things that you want to walk in the world with. There are no global enemies coming to bother you. There are no global enemies trying to hurt you. Any issues globally are caused by a very small number of people locally, meaning within your nation. Nobody on the yeah. ground benefits from war except people who work in military industry. None of the stuff you're hearing is completely true. It may not be an absolute lie, but it is not completely true. So we had COVID propaganda. Now the Israeli-Palestine uh, 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 drama, right? So now before you couldn't talk to your friends if you had any questions about COVID, 
right? Look how it's look how it's spread. So we were very careful, all of us, about who we talked to about Kofifi, right? We were very careful because you could lose friends, families had broken up, all sorts of things. Marriages have been postponed and canceled. Adoptions have been canceled. Uh, people have been shot. I think a few people were killed because somebody in the family didn't wear a mask. It was all this was going on. Okay, so that kind of fades out. I think it's faded out. Now you can't talk to your Jewish friends, right? Because of this new thing. And they know it. I think most of our, our, our folks know it because whether they support what's going on or not, the very name now, the very term has changed. The Jewish Palestine issues. It has changed the whole landscape with a flip of a switch, basically on linear propaganda, right? So most major networks or news medias have a certain narrative. But the problem with technology is people have cameras in their hands now, right? Everybody has a phone and everybody has access to the internet almost no matter where you are. You could be in the rain forces, you can be in Patagonia, you can be in, in the Congo, you can be wherever else, and you can take a picture of real-time things happening, and people see that and they make a decision about it. So because they're not able to propagandize all of that, they have to try deep fakes, sweeping the internet, canceling people, all that. That's when you know you're on to something. That's when you know the propaganda is in your face. Why is so much effort taken to stifle information? Hmm. What are they selling me? What is the pro they want me to go towards and the con they don't want me to consider? Right? It's like going to a car dealer and he's showing you a fancy new car and there's the electric car there's that's not selling. There's the big car that's not selling. And he wants you to get in one of the cars. He doesn't tell you the electric car can only go a few miles. He doesn't want to tell you the big car gets two miles to the gallon. Gas in LA made any day shoot up to $6 a gallon. So, they're not going to talk about those issues. Let's just talk about the benefits, the benefits of a certain view. And one of the things, the benefit with propaganda, if enough people go along with it, you don't, you don't ever rock the boat. Right, Radia? There's no boat that yeah. you can see. Yeah, you don't rock the boat. I mean, the other interesting thing about propaganda, the more you hear it, the more true it becomes. Like just the act of repeating it, whether it's right or it's not, whether there's any fact behind it or not, you repeat the same thing over and over and it becomes reality. And it becomes something that you can't even disagree with. You can't even provide evidence of a different point of view because people won't listen to it because they're so strongly conditioned. So this is something that we got to guard against. I mean, that other point that you made, I thought was spot on. It's like, what are people so afraid of? I thought about this when we had these university protests. Uh, so students were protesting Israel's treatment of Palestine, and they were doing this at MIT and Harvard and the University of Pennsylvania. And suddenly you got this entire machinery which leaps into action. I mean, you got congressional hearings about this. Think about this. The stuff they were protesting is the killing of tens of thousands of people. And suddenly this turns into a, a congressional hearing about what you are allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say. And the entire point of the protest is lost. I mean, the entire underlying issue that people are being exterminated disappears. And this becomes a discussion about whether some students got their feelings hurt 
and what's appropriate speech. And then they even went beyond that and they wrapped this whole thing into DEI and you got the billionaires involved. And now it's an opportunity for the billionaires to take over the curriculums and further indoctrinate people. And it's like, what the hell is going on? And, you know, but maybe maybe part of it is that they're afraid of what happens. Maybe part of it is that you don't want to let a crisis go to waste. I mean, it's actually a smart strategy. You jump on this and suddenly you've gone from a discussion about human rights to a discussion about DEI and what's taught in universities. And you've cemented your control over the ideologies that we're teaching people. And you've basically helped decide the the future of the next one or two generations. Because whatever we learn, that's going to affect our policies. And Roddy, so anyway, just some you, thoughts as I hear you talking. You're so on, man. And, and another thing that I want to go to is you mentioned something I want to go back to. And the very fact that it isn't saying what you're used to, you don't even want to listen to it. And here's another piece of this trignology that I've observed is there's a way that people speak that if you don't speak that way in the first few sentences that you state, people will shut off and not listen to anything you say. So a lot of these people who are not following the propaganda line of whatever, they have weird voices. Maybe there's a little accent. Maybe they're excitable. Maybe they're a little shrill in their voice and they'll be speaking the truth, but you don't even want to hear it because of the way they sound. So not only have they given you bad information, they're propagandizing you, they've sugar-coated it. Because if you look at a lot of the mainstream media people, a large part of the budget of that thing, the wardrobing and the look of the people, the voice coaching, so they can say things. There was a guy speaking on behalf of the, the president or something. There's this poor Indian kid. I don't know if you've seen him. Chubby Indian kid. And they ask him questions about mm. the world, and he doesn't know anything. And he looks literally like he's about to get hit by a car. And But he has a really pleasant, apologetic voice. Uh, we're going to look into that. Uh, there are we wouldn't categorize it that way. Uh, we may have a different way of speaking than you do. And his voice is so weird. It's like you feel sorry for him, so you let him get away with more stuff. I don't know if you've seen this guy. It's like my God, can you ever show your face again in life? And for all those of us who are doing mind cleanses, just like we are real readily to do a liver detox, we want to detox our colon. We want to do a skin flush. You want to do all these kind of healthy things. This is a thing we, we want to do that's healthy for our mental health. And again, I tell people, don't take my side or any side. Take your own side. And if at the end of the day we come to a consensus, then we can work together. And maybe not, if we don't, we, we don't have to work together. But at least you came to it of your own. And if you have to guard it by not listening to a contrary point, that's bad science. Good science always ask you to test your own theories. Try to disprove your own theory. And then when you cannot, through great diligence, disprove your own theory, you have a good theory, right? All theories that we've worked on. And that's why you see scientific breakthroughs, because there used to be a theory of this, then a new theory came up, a new end of the theory, that theory was tested. We saw the limits and the failures of that. Same way with pharmacopoeia, diet, nutrition. 
That's how we push the envelope is constantly seeking truth. And when you're propagandized, it damages your brain. Be very careful when you repeat these kind of things that are being said out there with no deep context, right? Yeah. What is the race for yeah. war? This whole race for war. So Biden has a good chance. He, he's running a campaign that he has to lose. He's, there's no other candidates. So he can only lose. In order for him to win, he just needs to shut up and make reasonably good decisions because of the way the U.S. binary political system works. Um, but they're, they're saying that nobody wants Biden, nobody wants any of these people because so many, a, a, such a large portion of the population is against going to more wars while you're not dealing with the issues within the borders of the United States. And so the drumbeat for war has always been good for candidates doing elect during elections, I think. Historically, it's always been a good thing to be at war. But now there's a new generation of people who not only are they not interested in war, they're not able to go to war, they're not physically, emotionally, or psychologically fit to go to war. They want nothing to do with it. So anything that will take them and make them have to do something, they're going to be against it. But this older generation, Folks in my generation older, they liked the system the way it was. We liked the way things used to be. So they think just go to war, go to war, go to war, and we can advance our political agenda. But nobody's for it anymore. And so they're not reading that. But when you get propagandized, you start sitting there thinking that there are justifications for these wars. That's one of the ways of knowing you've been propagandized. There is no reason to participate in these wars. There is no reason to fund these wars. There is no reason if you withdrew military funding from different countries, let's say Ukraine and uh, Israel, they would negotiate, uh, they would deal with each other in another way. Why do we, you see, you say, oh, that's crazy. What do we do in the United States whenever there's a school shooting? Isn't there a large number of people that call for the disarming of private citizens? Because if that gun wasn't yeah. an option, those kids wouldn't have probably got killed. I don't believe that. Uh, I like the idea that everybody can own a gun because I don't trust government to police society. That's my take on it. But that doesn't mean it's everybody's take. I do not trust if they take away guns from everybody, the only people who have guns are the same people who are running roughshod over the population in, 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 in unreformed policing. So I don't want just the police and military to be able to resist under the... Uh, under the sway of some overlord. That's not cool. So we have to have another solution, maybe have a nicer society, maybe go back to promoting common courtesy, maybe going back to shaming people, or maybe going back to uh, pointing the finger at people when they're screwed up, as opposed to trying to accommodate everybody. You might eliminate a lot of these killings. That's just an idea. But I'm saying that it's interesting how so many people call for disarming society, but arming the country of their choice based on a rumor. So let's think of these things out. Let's, let's de-propagandize ourselves so that when we make decisions, there are decisions born of reasoned thought. You follow me, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I follow you. I mean, as we're talking, I'm thinking about some of the propaganda that we hear. So I'm gonna do a rapid fire segment right now. Uh, just give me 30 second reactions. So Iran, is the axis of evil, and they want to destroy the West. What's your reaction to that? 
I've been to Iran and people were great. They were nice. I got shot down over there when I was in the military and they took care of me until I got evac'd out. They were actually nicer than a lot of people that I knew over here. Yeah. Okay. Immigrants are taking over our country and they're going to kill and rape everyone. I'm an immigrant and um, I really haven't gotten around to raping everyone. Yeah, you're a little bit behind on your. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not notching my belt like I used to. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, you're black. You're in a different. Yeah, category. that's I. I I'm, um, everybody's everybody hates me. Yeah, yeah, true, true. All right. Well, anyway, I bring this up because we hear this stuff all the time. Is it true? Is it not? People don't know, but you just kind of go along with it. So let's talk Z for a second about why we listen to this shit to begin with. You know, why are we so susceptible? Now, I'm going to throw out a couple of theories, and I'm curious what your reaction is. One thing that I notice is that it's almost unbelievable how the real world works. It's almost like it's too crazy to be true. So, for example, if you go back to the Vietnam War, I just finished a book about the Vietnam War. And you heard from the government, I mean, this came out in the Pentagon Papers, you had multiple administrations who admitted that there was no chance of victory, admitted that there was no chance that South Vietnam would be able to form an independent government and sustain itself, that there was no end in sight, there was no chance that North Vietnam would stand down, that this was just a black hole. And this was admitted for years and years and years, but the war continued. And part of the reason the war continued, if you go to 1968, at that point, Lyndon Johnson was looking to negotiate peace between the North and the South, and they were coming to a deal. But that was the same year that Nixon was up for election. And Nixon knew that the war was a liability for Johnson. So if he was able to go in and prolong the war, he'd have a better chance of winning because he could say, look, this war is messed up. I'm going to stop the war. He didn't want someone else to stop it before he got into office. So he actually went behind the scenes. He did some back-channel operations and instructed South Vietnam not to negotiate a settlement with North Vietnam. And so you think about the, the tens of thousands of American lives, probably the millions of Vietnamese lives that that decision cost. You extend this thing for another five or seven years. And you think about that for a second. And to me, that's almost like, how the hell could anyone actually do that? I mean, I wonder if that's why we buy into the propaganda. Because the alternative is just so crazy. The alternative is that we're selling weapons to make money. Or not we're selling weapons to make money, but we are starting wars so that we have markets to sell weapons to. I mean, it just seems so evil and so horrible that we'd rather believe that there's some righteous cause. We'd rather believe what the people in charge tell us. What are your thoughts on that? Brody, there's so many thoughts I have on that. And one of the things, I was just trying to keep all my thoughts on my my, my my mental notebook as I'm talking to you. For one, it's an easy, we like easy answers, unnuanced answers that do not challenge our narrative. So we don't want anything that challenges that. So we look for confirmation of whatever ideological uh, or, or ideal that we have about something. We want, we don't want it tested. And people will tell you, I don't have time to read all that. I don't have time to go deeper. So we look for just the hit line. We want just the bold print and then run with that. And then we want that reinforced because then that allows us to catalyze our reality. And we have a sense of self. 
because once it's challenged, your life is disrupted. That's why you have a lot of people that do have nervous breakdowns or anxiety attacks when they have certain realizations. So you imagine a kid has been told all their life their parents are 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 these great, wonderful people. They're Puritans. They're the highest moral standings. Uh, the only time they ever got naked together was to do the dirty deed to get you in the world. Then one day you barge in and they're having a BD and an S&M party or something in the house and you will lose your mind. I've had people tell me that. They walked in on their parents doing something where they found out about their parents and it took them years to uh, to, to wash their brain of the image of their parents have being human, right? And so we don't want complexity. We want the simple, easy to confirm ideology. I have friends that <clears throat> you can tell based on the things they share with you, what their belief system is. And I'll ask them, I say, you're pretty, uh, pretty left wing. No, 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 I'm in the middle. No, you're not. Oh, you're pretty right wing. Oh, no, I'm not. Um, well, you're pretty uh, racist. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I, I'm not that. No, you are. And, and the cool thing about that is that when you can claim it, you can start to work on it. It's the problem is not claiming it. So we love simple answers and we can always find confirmation. You were talking about the Nixon issue where they have recordings of Nixon negotiating with the South Vietnamese premier to keep the war going as a civilian promising him uh, gifts after he became president, personal gifts. They, J. Edgar Hoover recorded him saying that. But people will still say, what a great president Nixon was. So I have to ask you, what is a great person? What is a great human being? If that's a great guy that got many hundreds, if not thousands of additional GIs killed, tens of thousands of, of innocent Vietnamese people killed, and we hear that and we still say he's a great guy, so that means you don't care about those people. You don't care about the soldiers, and you don't care about other human beings. That's a hard pill to swallow because that's what happens when you get into the, the, the devil in the details. So there's a mechanism of us, I think, <coughs> excuse me, a safing mechanism that we just don't want to know. Mm. I know a lot of people yeah. like that. They just don't want to know. They don't want to hear anything but good news and shallow news because it's easy. They're, junk food will always sell more than health food. Mickey D's will always sell more um, monster burgers than, than whole food will sell um, lentil burgers. Okay? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, we'll get into this maybe on another episode, but so much of our identity is constructed around these beliefs. Like, I'm part of something that's good. I'm part of a system that's right and that's just. I trust the people in power, and that becomes part of who I am. And so if that starts to crumble, it's very unsettling. It's kind of like someone is just pulling the rug out from under your feet and suddenly you don't know where to stand and you're moving all over the place. Yeah, right. So that's and one. For the opt out, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I get worked up because I start thinking, the minute you said that, I think about religions. Religions yeah. have wreaked more hell on this earth than non-religion. The idea that my belief gives me divine providence over you has caused more harm to human beings than ever based on following propaganda and dogma. It's all made up. None of it is true. They are folklore. They are superstition. And it's cool because I have my own that I enjoy. But can you 
opt out of all that to see a better path, to have a clear way of thinking. If you look at the troubles in the world, it's colonizer versus colonist. Those who've been colonized versus colonists. So you move into my home, you plant yourself there, you decide I'm of a lower race, I'm of a lower development or lower evolution of people, and you're going to do whatever you want to do. I have minerals, I have resources, I have oil under my soil, and I'm not using it, but you could use it. So in order to use it, I can either go along with you instantly, or you can kill me. That's It all comes down to that, no matter what people paint it with. If you look around the world, when things were going on throughout the world in the last few hundred years, different cultures meet, there's a clash of cultures. One culture maybe is highly weaponized or highly mechanized. Another culture is highly agrarian, higher, highly cooperative. That agrarian cooperative society will be under the colonial rule of the well-armed minor society. And those people eventually who have been colonized, if they are not exterminated, they will fight back. That is the simple math of human beings. If you... Yeah, yeah, it's a natural law. I mean, people aren't going to lay down <laughs> unless they're completely indoctrinated. But then that only lasts for a certain period of time. I mean, that's kind of what we're talking about. You get the propaganda, you get the belief system. People feel like, okay, maybe I am inferior, but it's not going to work forever. And there are always going to be people who break free from that. Uh, so the other thing that comes up, Z, uh, when I think about propaganda is just our habits, our health. I mean, you work with people every day you know, with their health. But you think about how much time we spend on the cell phone. You think about our physical health. You think about the stuff that we eat, the stuff that we do, how much we're drinking, how much we're smoking. That's got to put our brains in a state where critical thinking is more difficult. I mean, I would imagine, you tell me, yeah. but I would imagine that puts us in a state where whatever someone wants to tell us, we're like, okay, cool, cool. I, I just don't want to think that. Roddy, when you're constantly digesting food or processing alien nutrients in your body, your brain for a period of time is like a, your brain has been taken out of your body and put in a pickle jar. Your brain is literally pickling. Chemically, it's pickling. It's not working to its potential. When you're oh, super obese, you're pickling your brain. When you're doing junk food, drugs, you're pickling your brain. There was an article about a drug, and I have a kid here that did the drug lean, which I found out, I don't know what it was, it comes to end up being liquid heroin, right? It's a form of synthetic liquid heroin. He took that, he has MS, he's fighting MS right now. So many people. And that's what a lot of this propaganda does to your mind. Please understand why so many people are losing their mind. Why is there so much violence, road rage, distrust? Um, even if you watch politics as a sport or a hobby, the characters that are there are so out of the norm of anything that represents the better qualities of humanity. But that's what you're siding with. Costumed um, in every way, their voice, uh, adjusting themselves to get you to like them for a moment, then readjusting themselves. They're shapeshifters, you know what I mean? And we see it played out right in front of us, but oftentimes we don't have the mental faculties to separate ourselves. I feel really intelligent people. I know really smart, beautiful people that are arguing over Republican Democrat politics and saying, you must participate in this. No, you don't. 
shut this thing down. It needs a reset. It has failed. And the resources of the commons is being pillaged by all of these people. So when you have the, the rains here in LA, the streets just lift up, potholes everywhere. The infrastructure is so bad. Whatever money that the government used locally did not go into quality uh, repairs of the basic infrastructure. The endless suffering inflicted on other people for no reason. America produces all the resources it needs to take care of America and a few other people. Stop. It, 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 but in order for it to continue to wreak this havoc, the average person has to be propagandized enough to keep feeding the beast, to keep feeding the beast. Obesity, health issues of all kind can be readily resolved by changing your thinking, flushing the propaganda, eat healthy, prevention, 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 not intervention, prevention. Right. But because we've been so propagandized to trust the same untrustworthy people, as you mentioned, the Vietnam thing, he'll go back to Korea. There hasn't been a reason. There's no reason for U.S. to have hundreds of bases surrounding countries in a provocative way. That's how I came to your house and just sat out in front of your door with a security guard, an armed security guard for no reason, just to watch you. And then maybe they move into your house just to watch you. That's what the United States has done with its military force. It's, it's not a defense force. It's an offense provocative force. When all of that resource could be used to help fly through space, do anything. And yeah, yeah. and it's resources for us. But you also think about the cost of that, like all this meaningless conflict and the toll that it inflicts, the death, the destruction, the rebuilding. The trauma, people are traumatized for generations. It's really horrible. I mean, you made this point before that if we lived in a different way, if we had a different approach to dealing with each other, maybe just leaving people alone, we'd be levitating at this point. Right. <laughs> you know, we'd be focused on the advancement of the species. Think about what we could actually achieve. But instead, we're just wasting away. And maybe there is some short-term last... profit built into that. Right. In the last 50 years, we could have developed technology to push the human life expectancy to 200 years. Right now, the life expectancy of humans born before you and me is, is expect your children are expected to not as live as long as you did. That's how bad it is. Yeah. That's the de-evolution. It's because we've been one of the reasons is we've been propagandized and we keep feeding the beast. I'm telling we say all the time, opt out. Don't participate in it. Don't buy into it. Explore different ranges of your own mind. I do it too. I work on this myself. I told you a funny thing. I was reading a yoga book and I found some really crazy, what would be called nowadays racist stuff in a yoga book. But because I worked on myself, instead of taking the book and throwing it in the fireplace and being mad, I pictured the time that book was written. India was under colonial rule. The only knowledge most people had of Africa was coming through colonial people. And there are differences in the culture. A culture that, that I come from was an agrarian culture, a cooperative culture, where the value, your greatest value was your character, integrity, and the friends you make and how everybody supported each other. We didn't really have a word for stranger. So weird people can come from other places, decide there were resources there. We'd invite them in as family 
and they'd kill you and steal all your land. Next thing you know, you got a chain around your neck and your ankle cut off working for King Leopold. Yeah, yeah, that's a bad day. That's funny. I just did a song on that, which maybe I'll share next time. Hey, see, why don't we pause over here because uh, I, I got to run and wrap this up, but we can continue the discussion. No, we're all good. So I'll just say for, on the propaganda side, I mean, just some final thoughts, and you, you can jump in as well. We need to be aware that the propaganda is there. Uh, we need to be conscious about what's going into our mind because that's shaping our character, it's shaping our outlook, it's shaping our life strategy. And I would say just interact with a lot of different people. I mean, source news from different places, look at things with an open mind, keep your mind clear uh, so that you're not that easy to program. And when you're saying Z, sometimes we just got to step out. Like there's no need to take a side. There's no need to have a point of view. And if it doesn't affect us, then the hell with it. Uh, let's go in a different direction. And I'll second you as we close, right, is don't be offended. Because if when you are easily offended, it's hard to reach you. Your mind is no longer open because you've already affirmed. Let's say whatever we also acknowledge your inherent or intrinsic biases. Figure out what who you are. Identify yourself as whatever you are and know that that will cause in itself certain biases. And you want you want to do confirmation bias. You don't want to do that because, again, it makes you more susceptible to propaganda, which is malthought, which is it inevitably is a malfunction of thinking. So we, we want to think functionally. All right, man. Sounds good. Good discussion. Thank you. Z, my brother. I'll see you see next, you next time. week. Send my love to the kids. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your favorite podcasting app. Each five-star review helps us bring you more unique and insightful content. Learn more at dharmamedia.com. Peace.